We've got a paint-by-number zombie adventure and just a little too much fan service. Creepy fan service at that. You know, we're going to go ahead and talk about it, much to my chagrin, this week on Shonen and Suds. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm good, man. Um, excellent, excellent. Coming off a big weekend of drinking, you were saying. Yeah, big weekend of drinking. Uh, first week back to work, so it was a. Uh, it, it's I'm been fun. Exhausted. Yeah, I've been. I've been. I'm just exhausted, pretty much. Yeah, just getting getting back to some normalcy, you know. No, absolutely. You were off work for what, like nine years before you uh, went back. Yeah, just about. It was eight weeks, so right, right, oh, right man. before you get to that nine-year mark, you know. <laughs> of course, of course. Eight weeks, nine years. It's all the same. That's right. But of course, as always, welcome to uh, episode 53, the beginning of the new year, uh, year two, ep- season uh, season two, episode one of Shonen and Suds. I'm your host, Chris Adams. And I'm Cody Snodgrass. And welcome, welcome, welcome. And this week, boy, Cody, I am, I am, I have not, and I'm, I'm if I could be, I'm going to Lance Storm you, if I could be serious for a second, <laughs> I absolutely hated this and like not even in a funny way like if i was 15 like if i was a 15 year old kid and this was my first intro to anime or whatever i'd have loved it but as a damn near 40 year old man constantly seeing underage tna i was creeped out to no end no end and i was like i and there was a particular scene about halfway through that just I, I had to put my foot down. I had to walk away. I had to Kenny Rogers this thing, man. Yeah, it is a uh, there's a lot, a lot of fan service and a lot of weird shit also in between. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll dive into more of all that as we like like you said earlier before we started the cast as we tear this to shreds. Yeah, I am. I am not. I'm. I'm more excited to just throw this thing in the dumpster than I was to watch it. And it was, it was tough. It was very, very tough. Um, and of course we'll dive right into that. And of course, you know, we Cody, we were talking how, you know, really excited we are to, to you know, really dive into more animes. And you know, year two is going to be a lot of fun. We're gonna, you know, go over some of those ones that you know we talked about last week, where we wanted to, you know, ones that we wanted to do versus you know you know ones that we you know we hadn't had a chance to do yet and uh you know cody i don't know if you have you heard any feedback or do you know what the numbers were for last week's episode just kind of the the big review are you talking about like downloads or yeah yeah any 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 preliminary numbers i know you love that kind of stuff i think i got the individual numbers on last week's episode i know we are we just passed 1200 downloads that's what i do know yeah we're very thankful for that um, of course, always. But no, no, we ain't got no, no, no comments or anything like in regards to like what we should watch next or anything like that. Uh, okay. Looks like downloads are twelve downloads so far. So we're we're doing okay. all right. We're doing all right. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and you know, Cody, as far as it's kind of been a not so much a slow week for anime. We did get some big, uh, some big news coming out of uh, what was it, Comic Con? Um. One of the uh, they they've released the teaser trailer and the name for the next Dragon Ball Super movie. Chris, every time there's Dragon Ball news, I don't know about it, and then I find out like mid pod, yeah. So do tell me more. What do we got? Yeah. 
So they they they've shown like they showed some artwork of like the the character some of the characters and like Pan is a little more grown. Uh, I want to say Trunks and Goten are a little bit more grown now. I think we're I think we're getting into you know I want I want to say Pan's in like elementary school now or something like that. So she's no longer a baby. Um, which I also expect Bulla to probably be that. But the movie's called Dragon Ball Super Superhero. So, and the teaser trailer doesn't show much. Um, they just show, like, Goku just kind of, you know, stretching out, getting limber, and, you know, then they just kind of cut to the title, and then they have the year, you know, 2022. So, still a lot to unpack there. You know, I'm really excited about it. I think, um, I mean, Dragon Ball Super has very much revitalized the franchise, and it's good. So, you know, I'm real excited about that. I'm sure there is a ton of more anime news coming out of Comic-Con. But that was really, like, the big one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I didn't even know. I am, uh, I am behind. Well, if you're like me, COVID's just... still going on. So you're like, I'm not going to conventions. What the fuck is this, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's awesome, though. I'm, I mean, I know we talked about there was going to be a new movie, um, mm -hmm. you know, weeks and weeks ago. Um, but yeah, I'll have to check out that little teaser trailer after we get done with the podcast, because that yeah, is exciting. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm always a fan to watch uh to watch Goku on the big screen. I've done it a few times and I'm going to go back for another. But uh Cody, is before we dive into this bullshit, boy, it's going it's, it puts me it just just really brings my piss to a boil just thinking about it. I got to know. How are you going to seethe your, you know, you're going to slake your thirst and your anger? What you drinking? All right, Chris. Mm -hmm. I got myself a something I've never had before on the podcast. Ooh. We uh during House Party Part Two or Housewarming mm. Party Part Two, I should say, this weekend, somebody showed up with a Bud Light real citrus peels variety pack. Mm. No, there's a lot of words there. But it's basically you know, your standard three of each flavor comes with like mm -hmm. a Bud Light lemonade, Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Orange, and Bud Light Grapefruit. Interesting. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of grapefruit. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, it, 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 it's, a, it's, an, it's an interesting taste. I'll, I'll say that, Chris. Uh, very, you know, it's citrusy, but it's not, it's not it's my grapefruit. favorite. It's not my favorite. Um, I'm not really like a Bud Light Orange person either. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hardly even like Bud Light Lime. Um, but you know, these these were leftovers from the party this weekend, and you know <laughs> the best kind of beer is free beer. That is right, Chris. So that is what I am having this or this weekend. <laughs> Jesus, Chris, we're we're still drunk. <laughs> Let me wake back up. That is what I'm having on this fine Monday evening. Um, but what about you? Well, good crack, good crack. I am also still living in the lap of free beer luxury. Remember how I said last week I got that free case of Bud Light? Um, I also... Do what? Oh, I said, oh yeah, my bad. Oh yeah, but that's okay. So yeah, I got that free case of Bud Light, but I also got pretty much a, a mixed six-pack of three-notched IPAs. Three-notched is a, a local brewery here in Virginia. It's not in Richmond, it's in Charlottesville. Um, and this is the 40 Mile IPA. It's their, uh, it's their flagship IPA, 6% um, alcohol. 40 IBUs, which is pretty standard, Cody. If you don't know, IBU stands for International Bittering Unit. And that is typically what's the unit of measurement 
for um, you know, bitterness in a beer, hot bitterness in a beer. And different varieties have different amounts of IBUs. So there's your beer lesson for the day. Gotta love that. <laughs> Absolutely. I did not know what gonna... IBU meant until five seconds <laughs> I can't ago. Even spell <laughs> IBU. Mm, this is uh actually this is really solid. It's um kind of citrusy, a little bit of kind of pineapple-y, very malty on the back there. Um, it's solid. I mean, it's it's a you know, honestly, if you don't like IPAs, this is probably a good gateway. It's more like tangy than it is bitter. Not terrible. Not not bad at all. I've actually yeah, this is uh this is impressive. I'm gonna fucking pound this thing. Hmm. <laughs> but uh we're not, it's not the only thing I'm taking to pound town, Cody. I am talking about the the shit show <laughs> that was high school of the dead. And let's just let's just get right in and get this thing over with. Uh just a real quick tale of the tape, Cody. Um so the anime it uh well, uh, I want to say it's 12 episodes and an OVA. Um, and it was originally released in summer of 2010, right in the beginning of July. And I want to say it ran through September. Um, it was brought to, I want to say it first showed up in America right around like spring of 2011. Actually, no, I apologize. It was near the end of 2010 going into 2011. Um, want to say like December of 2010 around that ballpark. Um, but, uh, I didn't realize there was an OVA series, Cody, as I was, uh, as I was, you know, going through it here oh. and it's, um, Oh, Chris, don't worry. I'll tell you all about that one OVA. Oh, oh, I, I'm sure you will. I, I can, um, I can talk about it in, in about, it'll only take me a few seconds, but don't worry. We'll get to that at the end. <laughs> No, absolutely, and we're and what we have here, um, Cody, initially is a pretty standard paint by number numbers zombie show. Um, you know, most at, you know, I guess around 2010 was really when the height of like zombies were like Walking Dead and all these other zombie movies and shows were really kind of at their peak, right? Um, and you kind of have that same formula here. We're dropped into a world that has been seemingly infected with some sort of virus and throughout this show we have our ragtag group uh just of of un of just the most odd couples and unlikely allies that you know they you know eventually you come to find out that you know a lot of times these opposite folks have more in common than they realize but it's the tragedy that brings them together um the fear of the unknown and the fear of being alone cody if you've watched any zombie movie or tv show you've watched this one before i was gonna say chris um, you, you almost made the show sound pretty good right there with that description right you're, and that's the thing you're doing more justice like, than hard, it deserves hard, hard to mess up right like it, the, you've got you create you you take this just this group of characters that have seen you know the, you know and you've got like your your friends from different uh or your characters from different like social circles um but then you've got like kind of the main character who's kind of this uh this very sexually tense relationship like they're they weren't together but now you know they eventually you know get together due to some tragedy in the first episode um but you get these the these kind of 
stereotypical character archetypes that you see in pretty much every zombie movie or TV show. But Cody, that wasn't good enough. That wasn't enough for a good TV show. They had to take these children, these children, and whenever they could, whenever they could, put their fucking underwear, their ass, their titties, front and center of the camera. Yep. And (laughs) it was too much too quick. And, like, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. These are fictional cartoon characters, but it doesn't matter. These are, like, 15-year-old fictional cartoon characters. And if you you don't think that's creepy, I'm sorry, dog. There's fucking something wrong with you. And if you are over the age of consent and you were turned on by this shit, then you got fucking problems. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't care if this is the last episode you ever listened to of this. <laughs> it's so wrong. Yeah, and that... it was so derailing. Yeah, there is a lot of just messed up stuff in this show. Um... If I was 15, dude, I'd have fucking loved it. If I was like in middle school or high school and this was my first... Uh, oh my God, Cody, I would have fallen in love with this. I'd have been like, it does... I'm a man now. It doesn't get much better than this. Yeah, this is... uh, (laughs) This one, like you said, it it derails very quickly. Um, But it starts, like, it starts off, like, with promise, I I think. A Uh, lot of promise. Yeah. Like, if you can... Like, most of the fan service I just kind of, like, laugh at until it gets, like, real, real weird. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, just a random, like, when a gust of wind blows and, like, the girl's skirt gets blown up. Like I just, like I just, like chuckle for a second. And I'm like, all right, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and oh. here's the thing: there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm fine with them flipping and moving and fighting, and you know, they're, you know, I mean, their, their, their skirts aren't fucking glued to them, you know. But it's when they would go out of their way to like make a gust, make just, you know, there's not a goddamn breeze happening at all, and they'll just, they'll finish something with the girl right in the middle of the camera. And then they'll just, and then just, they won't just blow the wind. They'll fucking Marilyn Monroe over like the subway grate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's, that's their gust of wind. Oh yeah. And any, any jiggle they can get in, like they, Dude, they, they will. Gratuitous uh, jiggles. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. it was, it was tough. It was a tough, tough watch. Um, and it does, like you said, Cody, it begins with a lot of promise. You know, we're, we're kind of dropped right in to these three characters. Um, they're right there. I guess they're on the roof of their school. And they're surrounded by swarms of the undead. And they're, they're all still trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and, you know, very quickly we're met with one of these three characters getting killed. Yeah. we like Getting bitten. They kind of do the uh, a typical thing you'll see in some shows where they kind of start at the end of the first episode and then yep. they kind of work you back and then yeah, it, it, it which I like in some instances. Yeah, and I think even in this instance, it's pretty it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's, well, because you also okay notice also. too. Well, you also notice the 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 one that's been bit. Um, you notice when they're fighting their way up the stairs on the roof. You notice he's got a bandage around his arm, and you're the, my first thought. You know, I, I'm I'm not a novice when it comes to zombie shows. My first thought is, oh, that guy's dead. That guy's he's been oh, yeah. bit. Something's happened. He's he's not gonna live past this episode. And Cody, sure as God's got sandals, when they work their way back up to that point, 
sure enough, he had been bit in the arm, and it was like, well, yep. You know, we know what happens for for him. Um, yeah, we we're introduced to basically our main two characters, which is Takashi yep. and Ray. Yep. Um, Takashi, it, the guy that's been bit is Hitashi. He's like basically mm-hmm. his best friend, and I guess him and like a weird love triangle between these three. It seems like Takashi used to date Ray, and now Hitashi mm-hmm. dates him. Uh, well, guess d- what? <laughs> the competition is gone. <laughs> that is right, because he uh, he is turning, and his best friend Takashi basically has to put him down. And uh, yeah, but it's 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 like this first episode's really really good, and like the the while the fan service is front and center, like it doesn't completely derail this first episode. I like that these kids are thrust into a very confusing, tragic situation right off the bat. And they still kind of have their angsty teenage things like, you know, like, Oh, you're, you're still mad that I'm dating him and not you and yada, yada, yada. And the kid's like, well, all right, then I'm leaving. And then she's like, no, don't leave. You know, like there's this whole, there's a lot of teenage angst, which I mean, makes sense, right? These were high school kids. I wouldn't expect them to really have their shit together if a zombie apocalypse broke out. So, like, this first episode is actually really, really good, Cody. It's really good. Like, I can over... Because the fan service is not so prevalent in this first episode. It's there. It's there. And it rears its head. And it lets you know that it's there. But it gets progressively worse. Yeah. And I would say the the teen angst stuff also gets even more worse. Oh, yeah. And it's almost like... Like, the writing just continues to get worse. Like, I don't know who wrote this. Um, let me look. Yosuke Kuroda? This guy cannot write. He can't write. Dude, did he, give it, did he let his kids write it? Like, yeah. Dude, does he have, like, a couple of, like, high school and, kids? Because I could see that. And, and that like, would make so much sense. And this guy wrote a good portion of all the episodes. But, like, these characters don't, like, know what they want. <laughs> like They don't. A, a perfect they example. Really don't. In episode two, we really get to meet Saya. Um, it was, like, mm-hmm. this... Like, she's just a bitch, Chris. <laughs> like, like I wish there's zombie. There's no two ways to And that's the one with the pink hair, right? Yeah, and like, her, oh, what a bitch! She's what like a, a bitch, a genius, and she's got she's a goddamn know it all. She's like, she's like Hermione dialed up to like eleven. Yeah, and she like just says like random shit that like has nothing to do. Like, they kill a zombie and like protect her, and she's like, I'm smarter than all of you. And it's like, what the fuck are you even talking about? You was about to be dead. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, so we meet her, and she's just fucking useless. And then we have Coda, who is like your your nerdy guy. Yeah, he's like, a chubby nerd. And chubby. she makes fun of him for being chubby, which is like, okay, I get it. That's what kids do. Kids are cruel. We understand this. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. And of, But he's also like your your gun-savvy guy. Like, he, he uses, like, the nail gun in the first few episodes. Dude, and he like, is the fucking shoe-in that if there was going to be a school shooter, it is this kid. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> My God. Uh, and then we meet. Um, in this episode, we also meet. I guess it's, she's the Kendo Club president, and that's Psycho. Yes, um, which I liked her until, dude. Okay, and I'm not to skip ahead <laughs> real quick, but I, I liked her until like episode five when they're like fighting on the bridge, and they go so. Like, she's wearing the longest goddamn skirt possible. <laughs> she's wearing like she might as well be dressed like a nun, dude. But they found so many ways to make that the wind just take that skirt to the fucking moon. Oh yeah! Like, come on, dude. Could they not have had like any character like treated sensibly? Any female character just treated sensibly? They, 
it it is a uh, it is something, Chris. Um, but basically, it she, is. She she runs around with, like this wooden sword, and she's basically like just beaten, beaten. Oh, she's she's slamming ass. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, let's see. Also in this episode, um, and like Saya and Koda, they're running around together, and she's basically like, you know, kind of being mean to him, but she needs him because he's got this nail gun. Yada yada yada. Um, he's a pretty good shot too, by the way. But Psycho, she saves Shizuka, who is the, the teacher or the, the nurse, school, the school nurse, who is <laughs> she. She's a she's a voluptuous, that's for sure. And they let you know it every time she's on screen. Her goddamn titties, Cody, are they're she, she's, so when the massive zom- when the <laughs> when the when the apocalypse starts. She's literally just resting on her jug. Like it's it's <laughs> yeah, it, it is a. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they are letting you know. <laughs> and then like and then they have the scene where like But like at least at least she's not a high schooler. Like and, and they mm-hmm. make that clear. This is the school nurse, like you're like, okay. Yes, she's an adult. Right. So Um But boy, but, does that all that all comes into question about halfway through this show, so Oh yeah. So basically these we got like six students here, or five yeah. students and a nurse. Mm-hmm. They eventually, you know, they eventually meet up with each other. Uh, they rescue a couple, the... they rescue like a few more students and they're mm-hmm. kind of just figuring out like okay what can we do like how can we get out of the school you know they're fighting mm-hmm. through like former former students former teachers they're killing basically like their classmates um yep and they're trying to figure out how big this thing is like what the scope of this is like i know there were in the first episode where you know ray's trying to call her dad and like the conversation's kind of broken and you don't really know what's going on. And then like the phone, like the connection just stops and like, there's a lot happening here. And again, the kids don't really know how, how big this issue is. Yeah. And I want to say it's a, towards the end of this episode, or maybe the beginning of episode three, where they turn on a TV and like, get to kind of see yes. that this is worldwide. Um, mm-hmm. And it is Mr. Worldwide. That's yeah, for sure. And, they basically got to come up with a plan. So they're like, all right, well, there's, you know, there's the buses that we used to take for, like, sporting events that were away from the school. It's like, well, mm-hmm. let's make our way to that. And so, you know, they fight their way through the zombie horde, uh, you know, eventually get to the bus. And then they see, like, some more, you know, there's some more students, and they're with, like, the scumbag teacher of this of this school. Uh, and that being Shido, uh, I believe it's. Yeah, and this is this is where like they really want. I mean, yes, we realize these are students in a high school, but they really hit home how young they are when that teacher's having like a rant on the bus, and he's like, "You guys are barely in your teens," and I'm like, "Okay, like now now we're getting real creepy here because they've said they've seen there's just, it's just been all tits, all ass up to this point." Yep. Yeah, and he is he is all for it. This guy is oh a God, fucking such freak. a creepazoid, dude. Yeah, he is like the guy you don't like in the show, uh, which I guess almost immediately. Yeah, and like, which is what he's meant there to be. Um, oh, of course, of course. But yeah, Ray is obviously like very like against having Shido be on the bus with him. Uh, and he's oh, and of got, course, and of course, no, please go ahead. He's got like his like this weird like group of students that are like basically worship him. I guess he's like manipulated these these girls. <sighs> And guys, because there's guys with them too. I just a very strange group of characters. Um, yeah, and 
And what we also have, too, one of the tropes I forgot to mention is you've got regular-ass people jockeying for power, jockeying for territory. You've got real shitty people out there who are ready to rob, stab, kill, take whatever they can. Yeah, and we kind of see this, you know, uh, basically Ray wants to get off the bus because she doesn't want to be around Shido. Uh, Yep, fair deal. Kashi like, goes after her, trying, like, you know, hey, come on. You know, we just got to ride the bus to the city, get across the bridge, and then we don't have to deal with these people anymore. Uh, of course, Chris, you, you know, right on cue, a, a, a bus full of zombies crashes and, like, locks them off, so they kind of got to go run off on their own. Uh, that being yep. Ray and Separated from the crew. And, of course, like you said, there's people out there trying to jockey for power and... Uh, because yeah, they're almost immediately attacked by somebody who had, like, a motorcycle. Yeah. And uh, they kill the zombie, that, or the, the dude that had the motorcycle who turned into a zombie. Mm-hmm. Take him out. They take the take the bike for their own, and they, they basically have a plan to meet up with uh, Psycho and the rest of the, the crew at, like, the East Police Station. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, the bike runs out of gas, so they gotta go, you know, get some gas for the bike, and... Ray ends up getting attacked by this fucking psychopath dude with like a he's got like a scalpel knife and uh yep just a total fucking creepazoid pervert um fortunately hope oh, go ahead I'll say the 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 very typical classic trope yeah we almost saw this like exact same trope in Japan sinks it in one of like the little sides mm-hmm. where like the mom and the family friend get attacked um yeah Absolutely. But yeah, uh, luckily for our heroes, they, Takashi and Ray found a gun, and Takashi shoots at the dude. They fuel up the bike, he gets eaten by zombies, and... Uh... Yeah, and he, he did not hesitate shooting this guy either, so... And again, so once again, Cody, I'm presented with some, like, flashes of, like, okay, we're gonna see, like, these kids really go through some shit that, that they haven't, you know, they've already gone through some shit, but, like, they're gonna turn, like, pretty ruthless. And, like, he, I mean, he just shoots this guy. Doesn't even think twice about it. He just puts the gun to his chest. And, like, the guy doesn't think he's going to shoot. And he just pulls the fucking trigger. Like, doesn't even think twice about it. Yep. And, obviously, that impresses Ray. Uh, and you kind of see that there's, like, some sort of relationship forming here. Oh, at least, cool. I would assume. Uh, but yeah, and then, you know, just moving right along. There's not much to these episodes, so we're going to be kind of, like, breezing on through them. Um, but yeah, the next episode we meet Rika, uh, who is like part of this like special assault team. She's just like they kind of just show her just to help us understand where our where the students are going later. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. she's like this like elite sniper of some. Yep, and and I, I like that they show us this scene. Like I like I like her. I want to watch a show about her. And like the like as weird and fan service as it is, when she's like like she gets she you know she. She's done with her rifle. She gets up and she's like rubbing her chest like under her vest. She's like, fuck, I've been laying on my boobs like all day. Like, like that's fan servicey, but like that's some like real adult shit. And like the other guy's like, well, I'll massage them for you. It's like, okay, cool. That's, that's, that, that's the kind of stuff that is okay. Right. And I, I, I know that's harassment's harassment's harassment, but like, I guess it's, what am I trying to say? I don't want to like, 
talk myself into like a fucking soapbox and to, no 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 to I, be on I, a high horse about something it's kind of like, it's kind of tough to describe but i know i know what you're trying to they're say they're clearly friends and they're just talking shit right yeah and these are adults also like <laughs> yeah these are these are grown-ass people before not we get back to the to the 16 year old kids yeah yes um but yeah they basically show her uh to kind of make sense of a place that they're going to go later on in the show mm-hmm um, because she is a friend of Shizuka, the, the class nurse. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, Takashi and Ray, they, they're going to all the bridges in the city, and like you see, they've been blocked by like police and military, basically to prevent the spread into different various parts of Japan. Yeah, they are not letting anybody through. Yeah, and while this is going on, uh, Saya and the rest of the crew, they decide to... They, they want to get away from Shido, the fucking creepazoid on the bus. Um, mm-hmm. So they leave, and then, of course, like, Takashi and Ray, as they're on the motorcycle, they hear the nail gun going off, and they, you know, they hop in just in time, Chris, to fucking come to the rescue. Yeah, and this is a cool little fight scene, but there's just all ass and all, <laughs> and, and, like, I can't stress enough that even the most, like, innocent scene, like, they'll just, like, Ray or somebody will just be sitting there talking, but they make sure that you can see her fucking... Like the crotch of her underwear, like very well defined. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, and it's not just happening off to the side, Cody. It's like front and center. They make sure to either begin and keep every scene focused there, or they make sure to end every scene focused right there. And it's like, fuck, dude, stop. Yeah, absolutely. It's totally over the top. Um, the, and like the zombies are getting killed off to the sides while that is front and center. Yes, um, but yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's a mess. Um, of course, now that our our group of six is reunited all together, um, Izuka suggests that they stay at this apartment that her friend Rika has. Uh, Rika, obviously, being the sniper from the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, the whole plan was they were gonna go. They got on the bus and they were gonna go to everybody's family try to find their family in order of how close it was to the school. Yeah. That was the initial plan, but that quickly derailed. Yeah, because they can't get across the bridge because the military exactly. is basically like spraying people down with a fire hose or shooting people. Oh, dude, people. they launched those fucking kids over <laughs> oh, the yeah. side with that water hose, dude. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, they end up at Rika's apartment, uh, and Rika has, like, she's got military guns, she's got a fucking, like, military Humvee outside, um, pretty much like they could probably stay here for the rest of the show and be fine. Yeah, they're pretty fortified here. Well, Chris, and then it, <laughs> and it gets weird. Uh, yeah, and, and this, this honestly, this is the episode where I cashed out. Um, yeah, this is, I, I, this is basically like, like most anime will have like a hot springs episode. Um, sure. Like even like, you know. Fairy tale. Well, my hero it. had it. Yeah, Naruto had it. I mean, like, loads of, like, shonen anime have it. Um, but mm-hmm. this one is just just over the top. You got all, all the 15-year-old girls and the school nurse all, like, bathing together and, like... And playing. It was so just off-putting. And it's like... And then, not only that, when they get out of the shower... Like, the kendo girl's wearing, like, a fucking apron and a thong, and it's like, all right, dude. All right, I'm done. And then, like, the school nurse has, like, 
like she's all like touchy feely and all like seductive to the main character. It's like, all right, dude. Like oh, yeah. she wants to like kiss him, and it's like, dude, okay, I'm fucking done. I was so done after yeah. this episode. And then her and Ray are both drunk. Uh, so Ray's doing the same type of stuff. Um, and then yeah, like, then we see there's like a dog outside barking, which fortunately we finally takes us away from everything going on there. Um, yeah, it's just it was so fucking. And of course they have like the the uh, the nerd kid like get the boner and the blood bloody <laughs> nose all this shit. And it's like all right, dude. Yeah, which like a, a nosebleed anime when it's done right is like funny, but like this is just too much. You it it, it comes at a point where you're already like uh, I don't know. Yeah, and. Uh, Luckily, the dog outside starts barking, and we remember that this is there is still some, some, some decent stuff to happen in this show, I guess. If yeah, I keep I keep forgetting, Cody, what kept happening is I kept forgetting I was watching a zombie anime. Yeah, because like they just like I think what happened was they just wanted to make like a hentai, but they couldn't make it, so they had to like, oh well, fuck it, let's just put a zombie story in the background somewhere, and we'll we'll see what we can get away with. Yeah, it's like, I, I almost wish they would have just did that and, like, let somebody else take the take the zombie script. I'm like, yeah, just just be a hentai, have everybody be adults, and just call it a day. Yeah. I, I would have been better. I would have been better off if this was, like, University of the Dead. I think, I think the fact that they're all underage, Cody, is what really takes me out of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, completely understand. Um... But yeah, after all that nonsense kind of comes to a close, we start hearing, like, we see what's going on outside. There's this there's this young girl uh, and her father. She's and trapped. They're basically trying to get into, like, this, this home. And these people are like, no, go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the dad still knocks on the door. Uh, they open the door, and the dad's like, oh, thank, like, bless you. Thank you so much. And then they just, like, stab the dad dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so daughter's out there by herself. Her dad obviously turned into a zombie. Um, and our heroes come to the rescue, that being really Takashi. Um, yep. And Koda, he, he's, he's sniping from the from the balcony where they're staying at, and uh, yeah, he comes to the rescue and basically saves this little girl. Um, mm-hmm. And then we get the most fucked up scene I've probably ever watched in animation history, uh, where they, for some reason, have this girl, like, he, he's got her, like, what am I trying to think of, Chris? He's like uh, piggybacking her to like get her safe, and they're like tiptoeing on top of this, like yeah, like, like a stone fence, just just out of the reach of the zombies. Yeah, just waiting for you know Coda and the rest of the the drunk girls at the apartment to come get in the Humvee. They're gonna come. We're all take still them. like wearing their fucking thongs <laughs> and aprons by the fucking way. Yeah, but they're just gonna. We're just waiting for them to come pick them up, mm-hmm. and they have. For some fucking reason, they have to have this girl like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. And he's like, you can't hold it. And she's like, no. And he's like, that's okay. You can just go. And I'm like, why the fuck did we need this in the show? We didn't. We absolutely didn't. Dude, it literally added nothing but, like, discomfort yeah. to the viewer. Like, I, I was like, okay. And I don't, yeah. I, I've seen the show, like, three times probably in my whole life. Uh, and I don't mm-hmm. remember this. This is, like, the third time I've seen it. Uh, I mm-hmm. don't remember this. Maybe it's just something I, my mind just like blocked out or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, very, very off-putting. Very like weird and unnecessary. And I was like, ah, I don't know. And then they they just get rescued, and I'm like, what the fuck? What did I just watch? 
Why why did the, why was that there? Um, but they rescue the little girl. They rescue the dog. Um, and yeah, they uh, now they're in the Humvee uh, for now, of course. Mm-hmm. And now they're you know they're just continuing on their journey. They get to the they, the Humvee, I guess, can go across water as well. So they get across the river, so they don't got to worry about like you know the bridge and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they basically plan to start heading towards Saya's house uh, because it's the closest house once they got to the other side of the, uh, the river or whatever. Um, but of course, not everything can go as planned. There's like like a wire barrier in the middle of the highway. Um, so they can't get the Humvee through, obviously, and now they're kind of they're kind of stuck in a corner. Um, <laughs> And we get another ridiculous fan service zombie fight scene, Chris. Um, this one obviously being with the <laughs> the funny moment that I talked about uh, maybe like last week or a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> where Saika does like the cartwheel and the bullet goes like in between her God. boobs. Dude. <laughs> what the God, fuck? It's so fucking. The actual fuck, man. Uh, it still cracks me up, though. Um, but of course, they get rescued by um, by Saya's mother, uh, who is Yuriko, and she has like a, this some kind of like military force with her. I guess that she's a part of. Uh, mm-hmm. So they rescue the kids, um, except for Takashi and Psycho because they kind of had to go distract the zombies um, so that Ray and the others wouldn't be wouldn't be attached because these zombies. They can't see you, but they they basically just respond to sound. So they just, you know, they do the mm-hmm. typical, like, hey, we'll go over here, we'll shout a bunch, you guys get out, and then we'll meet you back at the house. We'll, we'll find another route. Um, yeah, then we get, like, our, our episode of Takashi and Psycho, which I guess they're basically forming their own little relationship here, Chris, because they go on, mm-hmm. they go on a little journey. Um, not much really happens here. They uh, they stay at some little like sword shrine where like he gives her a sword. She mm-hmm. kind of reveals like her backstory, which is basically like she was being attacked like in an alleyway, um, and she like killed the guy that was trying to like you know attack her or like rape her, whatever he was trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. Probably that. Yeah, but like she like reveals that she like enjoyed it, like killing the dude or nearly mm-hmm. killing the guy, and I was like, I I don't know what any of this has to do with anything. Um, they're they're trying to give these kids some some depth, but all of that has gone out the window when they just feel like flashing their titties and ass all day. <laughs> yeah, and, and even like, like I don't care about these characters anymore. And even like when they leave the next morning, then she's like, "Oh, I, I, I don't, I can't attack the zombie." Like she like says some bullshit. Like she can't she can't fight the zombies anymore. And so like Takashi just like. Starts grabbing on, like groping her, and like that causes her to want to fight again. Oh I was like, God. I was like, what? <laughs> you just said that you like, you know, like, like mm. killing zombies. You just and, said like, you like people. killing, and and now you're now like, you just... <laughs> the the inconsistencies are just fucking through the roof. Fucking unbelievable. Um, eventually they make it to Saya's house. Um. We can pretty much just sum up these these next three episodes, Chris, because mm-hmm. this is what happens. They get to Saya's house. Saya's dad mm-hmm. is like some military guy. Zombies take over, and they leave. Beautiful. How about that? 
Oh, and then like some like nuclear launch goes off. Oh, sure. Yeah. We, who fucking knows? And then we see astronauts in space. Beautiful. I, dude, I have no I idea. I love space. I have no idea what... The ending of this show, like, even with all the fan service and all, like, the shitty character development, the ending of this show is, like, so botched. Like, it doesn't even... I, I, I can't even, like, describe how bad it is. Like, the writing is just so bad. It is so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, they get to Saya's house. They're, like, some weird group of people that are, like, accusing the kids of, like... Trying to take over, dude. I I have no idea, man. All I'm I know, not a clue. Is the end of this show is completely boshed. Um, but yeah, that's that is. High I got school. nothing. That is high school of the dead, Chris. <laughs> Fucking glorious. And if anybody thinks that there's any more to those last three episodes, there really isn't. It's they get to the house, they leave the house, the show ends. Oh, and then they do like I guess it almost seems like a maybe like a nod to Dawn of the Dead because they arrive at like the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, it's cool. There, there's a lot of little, kind of like pop culture references, like uh, the the reporter scene where like they're yo, know, you got to destroy the head. That's like a very obvious nod to Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Um, and they they mention like the Walking Dead. Uh, you see like a rip off Seven Eleven, a rip off Se- Shell Station. Yep. Um, you know, so, some stuff like that, which is kind of cool, but like obviously it's just. I mean, you, you see, like, a, a an upskirt of a teenager during all of those shots, so kind of hard yeah, to, like... It ain't great. <laughs> yeah, it is rough. And uh, about the OVA, Chris, I know you didn't get to see it. Um, oh, no. Because they don't put this shit on Hulu. <laughs> uh, but basically, the OVA, they, they're on an island that's supposedly zombie-free. Of course, you know. Mm-hmm. Not zombie-free. Oh, no. Zombies attack. They end, All the kids end up taking, like... Some weird like hallucinogen leaves or something, and then they all have like sexual hallucinations, and then oh my god, oh yeah, 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 hard pass for me, bud. <laughs> and then they, you know, they fight zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the OVA. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> was not impressed. And and again, I don't ever like. I get it, right? Like maybe that maybe there's something that I'm missing with this whole fan service thing. Like I hated the fan service in seven deadly sins. I'm not a fan service guy. Either tell me a story or give me a hentai. Don't fucking <laughs> do both. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, here's the thing, man. Nudity is fine. You know, scenes that, you know, things like that, that maybe that move the story forward are fine, but having it for the sake of having it, is a problem. Like I clearly, clearly was not the intended audience for this show. Yeah, and I, I don't really even know what kind of audience they're going for. I guess it's just high school like kids. The, the... It's got to be high school kids. Like if you're fifteen, I... sixteen, seventeen, or young, if you're seventeen or younger, this is for you. If you're older than that, ah, eh, you might need to like reevaluate. Some but even even then, there's still some weird shit, man. Like it is. Mm-hmm. And like maybe yeah. we're like we're just not the fan service type, right? I'm really not. And dude, we've, we've covered like, and we've covered shows that had like nudity and stuff like that. And that's yeah, it's fine. Like like Castlevania, there's like a weird like all kinds of weird shit happen in the one season finale of that show. But like yeah, they're not With shoving the, it. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, they're not like shoving these scenes like in your face quite literally. Um, yeah, but like 
it, we live in a world where like pedophile culture is becoming a lot more prevalent. Granted, yes, 2010, all that shit was going on and nobody was knowing about it. Or they were and no people were afraid to say stuff. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother podcast. But like, I'm just, I'm not into seeing underage, like seeing children be hypersexualized. Like, it's not my bag, not yeah. my cup of tea. 100%. And I think if they'd have left that shit at the door, we could have had a relatively decent zombie show. Yeah, it is. Uh, but it is not that, Chris. It won. Uh, it won worst manga at uh, San Diego Comic Con in 2011. Good, fucking good. Uh, China Bandit, along with 38 other anime and manga, in March good. of 2015. Uh, China. Fucking good. Now China did ban Death Note also, which is bullshit. But Bad. I guess you know the Death Note is the. I don't, I, I don't know why, but I guess that's they don't. That's very frowned upon over there. Um, but this one deserved the ban, I think. Uh, and it's weird because like turd. this thing like sold like a shit ton of manga and like it actually did surprisingly well. Uh, I don't know how. There's a lot of perverts out there, man. Like even if you take all of that out, the show is bad. Yeah, like, the show starts off like okay, this is fine, but then like the mm -hmm. end, like towards the end, I'm just like, what? What are these? Where are we going with this show? Like, there's no like, they became oh, so they... hyper focused on the titties that they just forgot the, the story. The whole plot, yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, dude, the character. Oh my god, like Saya is her name. Saya is that it? Sure, the pink haired girl. Like her. Yeah. She first of all, she has to be bipolar. Uh. Because like her attitude changes are like are just Make no so sense. random and like, uh, dude, just yeah, horrible. Just... One of the worst written characters we've probably watched. Um, yeah, probably the worst written show we've ever watched. Yeah, I, I don't beyond off-putting. I don't know if any of these idiots continue to make anime or manga, but hopefully yeah, we this won't may be have covering hands down anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, and I. And the thing is, I know we talk about us finishing our plate here. I could not finish this. I after episode six, I did not watch another second of it, and I I I had to put my foot down. Um, oh, I, I like I don't I, blame you, Chris. Don't worry, you didn't miss much. <laughs> and that's what I figured, right? Like, I'm I'm okay with a bad show. Like, clearly, we watched Cannon Busters. I'm okay with watching a bad show, but what I'm not okay with is just like. Again, just this overly hypersexualization of underage kids. Yes, it's a cartoon. Yes, it's it's all fictional, but that shit doesn't matter, dude. Like that's just not right. Yeah, I'm trying to actually see if these guys actually have done anything else. Like Ugh. worth a damn. My vote's probably gonna be nah. I'm seeing something here, Chris, that I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> You're giggling. It's got to be funny. Um... Apparently, Yosuke Kuroda wrote the anime for My Hero Academia. Oh! Really? <laughs> oh, and Helsing Ultimate. Oh, man! 
I guess even a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah, so... Uh, now, he didn't write the manga for... Uh, uh, mm-hmm. High School of the Dead. So he probably shouldn't... I, I probably shouldn't be giving him as much flack. Uh, because he didn't actually, you know, write or, like, direct it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like, the main Jesus. manga producer of this has done literally nothing else in his entire career. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. Just a just a mess. Uh, glad to put this one behind us. Definitely just very, very residing in dead last at the bottom. Oh yeah, and it's it's probably gonna stay there in, unless something happens and we find another one of these. Yeah, and even then, it's gonna be just the battle for the worst. Yeah, it is. Uh, just not good. Chilling no, in at the bottom of both of our ranking. Um. Yeah, yeah with that's where it's gonna stay. Yeah, with all that being said, um, Chris, we're gonna we're gonna turn the ship around and we're gonna go back to watching oh, some are. good stuff. Um, yes, I love the good stuff. Now we did goof last week. We were having too much fun with our with our one year episode, mm-hmm. and we forgot to put a poll up. Um, oh so, no, I blame myself. Well, we were we were having a good time. The drinks were flowing uh, as we took a nice trip down memory lane. But yes, uh, indeed. Now we are gonna we we made the we made the executive decision before the podcast. We are gonna be watching Princess Mononoke. Yes, very excited about that. Yeah, it's been a little while since we watched a Ghibli film. I believe the last one we watched was Ponyo. It was either Ponyo or Grave. I can't remember. I feel like it was Ponyo. I feel like it has to be Ponyo. Yeah, I think it was Ponyo. Um, and this is another another great one. We're gonna be. Competing with the top spots on our, on our movie rankings board. Um, mm-hmm. If you haven't seen Princess Mononoke, I can't suggest it enough. I don't know how you got to an anime podcast before watching that film. Um, but if you somehow did and you're here, uh, it's on HBO Max. Uh, you can rent it on Prime Video as well. Mm-hmm. You can just go to the store and buy it because it's well worth the money. <laughs> Um, Absolutely, it is. And it's been Chris. How long has it been since you saw Princess Mononoke? If you could, it's if been you a could long, long time. Um, I want to say I saw it in theaters, and then I got the DVD when it came out, and I watched it a lot. And I haven't seen it since. So it's probably fifteen, sixteen years. Okay. I I vaguely remember it. I just remember Jillian Anderson does the voice for like the wolf. Yep. That's yeah. the that's really the only thing I remember. And I was like, oh, cool. And that's about it. And I remember the movie being very very good. Yeah, it, that's it's, it. It's definitely up there and as one of like the best best uh, Ghibli films of all time. Yeah, um, I believe that. Yeah, we'll be covering that. Uh, then again, they don't strike. You know, Studio Ghibli does not strike out really ever. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> their worst movie is still like a nine. So like. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, um, but yeah, that's what we're gonna be covering next week. Um, yeah, Chris, I am ready to put this one behind us and get on, oh get God. back to the good stuff. Dude, absolutely. And again, man, like I hate to put on, get on a soapbox, but this, it was too much. It was absolutely too much. Um. And I, I, I don't know, man, like, I was uncomfortable. Like, I was very, very uncomfortable watching this show. And it, it takes, look, man, it takes a lot. Cody, you've hung out with me. I, I can get fucking loose. 
but <laughs> it takes a lot to get make me uncomfortable, and this shit made me uncomfortable. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, now, Chris, with that being said, now we're gonna be covering Princess Mononoke next week. Hell yeah, we are. We will need a, a poll for that week or for this coming week. Well, you had me at hello, Cody. So the question is, I, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with, uh, I'm fine with just doing that shit on the fly, man. What what do we want to do? We're, we're doing a movie. Do we want to go back into the realm of uh, realm of TV series? I think so. I think that's the way. To I've go. got two nominations ready. I got two nominees ready. Well, do tell, Chris. Let me uh, let me get my uh, let me get my notes open here. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right. So for the one that I've seen, and it's one that I, I definitely want to cover i want to go with iria i-r-i-a zerum the animation it is an excellent sci-fi uh kind of sci-fi horror anime like it's really really good it's it's super short i want to say it's like four or five episodes each episode's like maybe 45 minutes to an hour long um follows this group of bounty hunters um they get a job um they got a bounty on on this uh, ship, and they find out this ship is carrying this cargo of this alien entity called Zerum, and it's like immortal. It's basically a, an immortal killer. So shit goes awry. Shit goes sideways very quickly, and it's just a really, really great anime with a really great intro, really great characters, great animation that still holds up. Um fantastic that's that's so that's the nominee for one that i've seen and for one that i haven't seen i'm gonna go back to uh dohori doro dory doro whatever it is on netflix (laughs) the netflix one yeah doro di doro or whatever it's called i think i might have to look up the spellings on both of these yeah definitely (laughs) yeah hopefully netflix okay i was worried if i clicked on netflix if it would uh Mm-hmm. Just start yelling at me. Oh, probably. Um, Chris, you pick the two hardest spellings. I swear. Uh, that's you know that's what I do. Try to keep you honest. Doro Hidoro and Iria Zerum, the bounty hunter. Uh, the animation. It's called Zerum Iria I R I A. Zerum. I don't remember how to spell that. That's right. I the got, animation. I got like a a ballpark. Uh, and when I when I put the tweet up, I'll I'll put the full. Um, Beautiful. You know, I'll put the full. I know you will. Whatever you call it. Um, now I got to come up with some picks of my own, Chris. Did I go? I went too fast, didn't I? You had two ready on the fly. It's funny. I never think of actual shows for us to watch until it's too late and, and we're here. Um, here we are. For one that I haven't. I'm going to nominate the Dota. Oh, okay, okay. I respect that. Oh, Chris, I totally just clicked into the into the show on Netflix, and <laughs> this this episode will have a nice Netflix da-dum. <laughs> da-dum. Love that. Um, but I believe it's Dota Dragon's Blood. Uh, mm-hmm. One of those newer ones. I I've, I threw it on the list uh, a ways back. Um, yeah, one of those newfangled animes. That's right. Um, so I'm going to nominate that one. Uh, and for one that I have seen, hmm, I think I'm 
think I'm going to go with Ajin Demi Human, Chris. Uh, another Netflix mm -hmm. one. Okay. Uh, it has it, It's a longer one. Uh, it's got a couple movies as well. Um, I've never heard of this one. It's it's pretty good. It's like the this kid get, finds out that he has this power. Basically, he's an an Ajin, I believe, is what they're actually called in in the show. Mm -hmm. um, basically, like gets hit by a truck and he like stands back up like nothing happened. Oh shit! And they're basically like people that have these like powers that they essentially can't die for lack of a better term, and they have like these weird like shadowy figures that they can control as like a mm -hmm. set a second like entity of them. Uh, it's an interesting one. Um, well, that's kind of cool. That will be our picks for this week. So let me let me start this back off from the top. We have Iria Zerum. Zerum, yep. Doro Hidoro, Ajin, Demi Human, and Dota Dragon's Blood. Yes. I'm... You had me at hello. A whole bunch of shows. And Ajin, I've seen. Uh, I haven't mm -hmm. seen the movies, though. So if, if that wins, we'll have to... It'll be a few weeks worth of that, um, but it is a good show. Uh, very interesting, like animation stuff like that. Yeah, guys, that is our our choices for this week. That tweet will go out here in just a few days. Uh, we'll be able to vote, and decide what we watch after we finish. Of course, the 1997 classic, Princess Mononoke. Absolutely. Chris, anything you got before we uh before we wrap this one up? Not at all. I am, again, I am ready to put this episode to bed and move on with my life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, guys, once again, we thank you for listening. Thanks for uh, all, all the downloads. We're almost at 1,200. Like I said, I think we're like three away, so we'll definitely hit that this week. Um, yeah, uh, thanks for thanks for joining us. I know we're not, not, not the most thrilled to talk about this show. Um, you know, we've, we've put this one behind us, and we're we're moving on to greener pastures. Indeed. And much needed greener pastures, because, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. All right, well, I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams, and thank you for listening to me rant for an hour about some bullshit. We appreciate it. Come back next time. We'll be happier. We promise. <laughs>